we inform. Religious freedom is about people of faith being able to live out their faith, live out their convictions, no matter where they are. We equip. This is a battle of worldviews. And we activate. We also rejoice in our sufferings because we know that suffering produces perseverance, perseverance, character, and character hope. This is AFA at the Core on American Family Radio. Welcome to the Core here on American Family Radio Network. Glad to have you with us today on the program. My name is Walker Wildman. Glad to have you with us today on the Core. We are broadcasting live on the American Family Radio Network. And uh, we have some special guests today. We have uh, Tim Todd. He's going to be on with us in just a little while. We're going to talk about the Truth for Youth Bible campaign. We've been doing it for 22 years here on American Family Radio. So we'll have Pastor Todd here on in the last segment in studio with us. Uh, Next segment, in the second segment, we'll have uh, Mr. Judd Saul. He's a Nigerian missionary, and he's also a filmmaker. He... uh, participated and helped produce uh, the film Enemies Within the Church, and he's going to be on to talk about uh, equipping the persecuted, uh, which is a project and a mission that he's been working on uh, in Nigeria and other parts of the world. So we'll talk with uh, Mr. Judd Saul in the second segment, and then, of course, as I mentioned, uh, Tim Todd in the last. Well, we are in Psalm chapter 33. We are in Psalm chapter 33. Before I go there, though, I want to remind you that we are live-streaming uh, the video of the show on our streaming platform, streaming.afa.net is that URL, streaming.afa.net. You can log in there and watch the show live. You'll see the link there on the homepage. If you don't have an account, that's all right. It takes you just a couple minutes to create a free account on our AFA streaming video platform. So go ahead and do that if you want to watch the show. And for those on Facebook, we do live stream the video on our core page there on Facebook. AFA at the course show page there. So a couple options on how to watch the video. And we have our streaming platform, the live feature up and running now, so you can watch it there at your convenience. Well, Psalm chapter 33 is where we are this week. I want to read a couple verses out of Psalm chapter 33, starting in verse 8. Let all the earth fear the Lord. Let all the inhabitants of the world stand in awe of him. For he spoke, and it came to be, he commanded, and it stood firm. The Lord brings the counsel of the nations to nothing. He frustrates the plans of the peoples. The counsel of the Lord stands forever, the plans of his heart to all generations. Blessed is the nation whose God is the Lord, the people whom he has chosen as his Heritage. So that's just a couple verses in Psalm chapter 33. That's where we are this week. But just looking at verse 8 and 9, let all the earth fear the Lord. So as I've said before, fear of the Lord is a good thing. Fear of the Lord is healthy. And, and, and oftentimes we see where people talk about God as if he's, I've heard God referenced in all types of ways, even amongst people who claim to be Christians. They say, you know, God is like our, God is our friend. Uh, Jesus is like our brother. And they provide all these different relational, you know, terms that 
try to really, in my view, lessen God's position in our lives to, as some peer. God is not our peer. God is our Lord. He's our Savior. And so we don't need to talk about God. We don't need to talk about Jesus as if he's our bro, our buddy, or our partner. No, God is Lord of all. Jesus sits at the right hand of the Father. He's the Son of God, the one and only Son of God. He's the only way to the Father. He lived the sinless life, which no one else has done, and he rose from the dead, which no one else has done. And so um, uh, uh, Jesus and, and God, they, they, God is our, is our absolute authority. He's enthroned on high. We need to have a healthy fear of the Lord. That's Psalm chapter 33, verse 8. Move on to verse 9. For he spoke, and it came to be. He commanded, and it stood firm. Talking about the creation. Verse 10, the Lord brings the counsel of the nations to nothing. So you have these, these rulers, these, these earthly rulers, these earthly counselors who appear to have all this power, who appear to have all this authority, who scheme, who manipulate, who counsel all in a fashion that is bent towards their power, their earthly control. And it says that the Lord brings those people, the powerful, right? It brings them to nothing. He frustrates the plans of these people. He goes on to say, verse 11, the counsel of the Lord stands forever, the plans of his heart to all generations. So who is all-powerful? God is all-powerful. He is enthroned on high, and we need to fear the Lord uh, because uh, he is the ultimate judge. He's, it's, the scripture says the Alpha and the Omega, the beginning and the end, uh, the first and the last. That is God, our creator, our sustainer. Uh, moving into some of our stories I want to get to today, I uh, came across this uh, study that um, this study looked at 3,000 adults, including 1,000 of them, so about 30% or three, uh, a third of these uh, survey participants of the 3,000 adults, about 1,000 of them, had uh, long-term health conditions. It found that amongst these 3,000 adults, 67% of those who did some form of physical activity activity claimed it helped their mood. It helped their mental state. It helped their emotional state. And so this, uh, this study... Um, has a, a, a several conclusions, but the overall study, just to put this in context or survey, has to do with whether or not physical activity is good for our bodies. It's good for our mental state. It's good for our emotional state. And this 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 doesn't get talked about as much as it should, unfortunately. But you know, in, in twenty twenty two. Many people and, and many experts, they want to talk about how we need more mental uh, counselors. We need more uh, uh, mental uh, services, more money pumped into the mental health system. They talk about often how we need more uh, access to prescription meds. We need more uh, access to 
medications that are meant to alter our mind, alter our mood, alter our emotions in such a way that is supposedly beneficial or helpful. And so you've got, um, and then then you have the the very worldly view of well, uh, people just need to focus on themselves, on themselves. They just need to uh, to look inward. They need to you know do X, Y, and Z to be happy. They need to um, you know just do whatever you want to do. So you get all these different you know supposed prescriptions to the ills of our day to what people are struggling with from a mental, from an emotional, from a spiritual state. But you rarely get just common sense things that don't require money and don't involve pharmaceutical companies and Congress spending billions towards so-called mental health programs. And then you got and then you got the other side who don't like our constitution and they don't like the second amendment, so they use people who are going through mental issues uh, they use that as a as a as a wedge to ban guns, and so you got a lot of different angles here. But one thing that we need to be reminded of is God created our bodies to be used to be stewarded in such a way that so many of our ills of of our day can be solved through natural means, where you don't have to dole out money or pills to fix some of the issues of our day. And uh, so this study looks at, as I mentioned, 3,000 adults. Uh, a third of them already had pre-existing conditions. But it said about 70% of those who did some form of physical activity claimed it helped their mood going into the day. Um, not moving as much, so to the contrary, caused about 45% of those with long-term health conditions to feel low. They felt mentally, emotionally low compared to 27% of those living without a condition. Um, uh, this doctor, Dr. Zoe Williams, who participated and led this study, said that um, it can be frustrating at times if we do not move our bodies around for a long period of time. So we're intended to move. Our bodies are intended to move. He goes on to say, uh, or she, I'm not sure, Zoe, Dr. Zoe Williams, it could be a man or a woman, and <laughs> there are only two sexes, right? Male and female. But this doctor, Dr. Williams, said, uh, but even the smallest of movements, such as walking, stretching, can make you feel happier and healthier. Moving our bodies in any shape or form each day can uplift our moods and help increase our mobility and mental well-being. So anyway, just a simple reminder that uh, exercising, moving, walking, stretching, doing any type of movement, uh, throughout your day can help your mental state and help your body as well. Um, and so that's some encouraging news and a simple reminder. And look, I didn't even I didn't even uh, prescribe any pills. <laughs> I didn't even tell you that you had to call this one eight hundred number and you know donate thirty dollars. No, just go out and walk, get some fresh air, get some sunshine, and that can do do a lot of good for each and every one of us. God created us to move. God created us to be active beings, and so we should be. And that was what was so contrary and so counterintuitive to the the COVID lockdowns. I mean, that doesn't make sense at all. And the problem is, is these, these experts, they knew better. They knew better. I mean, you ask any doctor, is it good to sit on the couch all day? <laughs> and is it good to not socialize with people? 
Is it good to weaken your immune system via sanitizing your hands every three minutes? No, this is terrible. And this, the studies have been done on this stuff for decades. This is not new science. This is not novel information. All these experts, all these doctors knew that isolation is terrible for the human. But they pushed it anyway. And they didn't just push it for people who were at high risk. No, they pushed it for little kids. They pushed isolation, face mask, like a religion usage, and all this unhealthy stuff. They pushed it on and on and on. And they tried to tell you and I that this would work, it would help, so on and so forth. And it didn't. Um, And so it it really damages the credibility of the so-called experts. So speaking of health, I've got a couple stories here, and then we'll get a little bit more into this next segment, but the the uh, assault on America's children continues, and we were duped. We were lied to. The American public was lied to when, when during the debate on marriage, on God's design for marriage during the, the, the litigation and all the state constitutional amendments that define marriages between a man and a woman— And we were told, look, Christians were told by the pagans that this was just about two consenting adults wanting to have a relationship, a legal uh, government-recognized relationship. That's what we were told. So so look, it's just uh, live and let live. That was the talking point. Live and let live. All all we want, they said, all we want is same-sex marriage to be recognized by the government. That's That's all they said. And many Christians, they they bought that. They believe that. Look, this is just about so-called same-sex marriage. This is all we want is for our relationship to be recognized by the government. Well, it wasn't months after that they were wanting men to go into women's bathrooms in North Carolina. Remember that? House Bill 2. Now they are sexualizing our youth. They are sexualizing our little children. This is Romans 1 type stuff. It wasn't about so-called same-sex marriage. This was about turning this nation into a Sodom and Gomorrah-type nation. That's what this is about, and we must turn the tide on this and beginning, begin punishing those who sexualize our children. More on this after the break. For you formed my inward parts. You knitted me together in my mother's womb. My name is Abraham Hamilton III, and this is the Hamilton Minute. According to the CDC and the Guttmacher Institute, the number one reason women choose abortion is they're not ready for a child. The number two reason, they can't afford a baby. Number three, they don't want any more children. Number four, they don't want to be a single mother. Number five, not mature enough to raise a child. Number six, a baby would interfere with their education or career. Those reasons represent 95% of all abortions. Risk to the mother's physical health represent less than 4% of all abortions. And conception resulting from rape and incest represent less than 1% of all abortions. Abortion is used as birth control. Listen each weekday from 5 to 6 p.m. Central for The Hamilton Corner with Abraham Hamilton III, public policy analyst for the American Family Association. 
This is Raising Godly Girls Minute with Patty Garibay of American Heritage Girls. You are my sunshine, my only sunshine. It's a lullaby sung to babies for generations. As you enter your daughter's teenage years, good morning sunshine might come with a slightly sarcastic tone. But parents know one thing to be true. Children in any age or stage are a reminder of God's love for us. As Christ followers, the Lord has placed His light within us to shine. Our relationship with Christ allows us to shine His love, kindness, forgiveness, and His many attributes for others to see, reflecting His glory. Today, remind your daughter that while she is your sunshine, that light she shines is ultimately that of Christ. Even on dark days, He is for us, He is with us, and He is shining through us. Learn more about empowering girls through the love of God at RaisingGodlyGirls.com. Hello? Hey, stranger. Oh, hi. Thank goodness it's you. I was afraid to answer the phone. Why? What's up? The credit card companies are after me. They want me to make payments, and the calls never stop. Ouch. Been there before, but I got help from Trinity Debt Management. Trinity? Yeah. I called, and right away, Trinity contacted my creditors and got my interest rates cut in half. They ended all the late fees and over-limit charges, and they stopped those annoying phone calls. Bet that was a relief. Yep. Then they put me on a plan that consolidated my bills into one easy monthly payment. That way, I paid off my debt fast while saving thousands. Nice. Trinity even showed me how to plan and meet a monthly budget. So now I'm debt-free for keeps. Wow. Do you still have their number? Sure. Here. Write this down and call 1-800-788-1813. Can you repeat that? 1-800-788-1813. That's 1-800-788-1813. AFA at the Core podcast are available at AFR.net. Back to AFA at the Core on American Family Radio. Welcome back to the Core here on American Family Radio. My name is Walker Wildman. Glad to be with you today on the program. Well, I uh, I, I have this story, and we're going to continue later this segment of the discussion on how uh, the 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 um, uh, the left is sexualizing our youth, sexualizing our children, and and continuing this path of Romans 1 type behavior. Uh, so we'll talk about this more towards the end of this segment, and I'll bring in some specific stories. But before we jump to that, I want to introduce our next guest. Uh, I want to introduce Judd Saul. He is founder of Equipping the Persecuted, which is a project, a ministry aimed at helping uh, Christians in Nigeria. Uh, Judd, welcome to AFA at the Core. Thank you for having me on. Absolutely. Well, Judd, uh, tell our audience a little bit about how this ministry uh, and this outreach to Christians in Nigeria, how it began, and really what what's it like for a Christian in Nigeria? Well, I've been going to Nigeria starting about 10 years ago, which which really awakened my, my first trip to Nigeria, reawakened my faith. Uh, in Christ, seeing what real Christianity is in a place where Christians, when they make a choice for Christ in, in many areas, it's a choice between life and death. And the passion they had and uh, the passion they have for their faith really inspired me and put, a, put, a, put it in my heart, Nigeria, and God laid Nigeria on my heart ever since that first trip. But as I kept on going back, 
I noticed that uh, persecuted Christians were being pretty much ignored. A lot of other ministries on the ground really weren't doing much with them. If they were, it was only just a sliver uh, of help. And I kept on asking questions. I was like, is anybody helping you guys with you know, security awareness training? Uh, what's happening after attacks? How are, how are people responding to you? And just pretty much we I figured out that not a whole lot was going on, so uh, the Lord laid it on my heart to start equipping the persecuted uh, to be a responsive ministry to respond to attacks within 48 hours and to help uh, put mechanisms in place to uh, deter attacks and save lives. Well, you say attacks, and in, in America we don't, you know, we think an attack is is being, you know, verbally critiqued or criticized in our culture, and that makes us really, really uncomfortable. It shows really how sensitive we are. But in Nigeria, being attacked means a whole other thing, such as losing your life, Judd. What, what, is, uh, what are the forces that, that physically attack and terrorize the church in Nigeria? Well, it, it's, it's radical Islam. They believe that uh, the Christian land is their land, and they can take it by any means necessary. Hmm. And that means going into small village after small village. I mean, imagine imagine a small town outside of uh, Tupelo, Mississippi. Mm. It has about 1,000 people in it. Those are the ones that are being attacked the most because they don't have, they don't have defenses. So when, I, when they go in, they kill as many people as they can, drive them from their homes, and destroy everything that they own, including mm. their farmland, their houses. Everything is burnt to the ground. And people are not allowed to return back to where they live. And the people that escape, escape only with the clothes on their back. That's it. Hmm. How does, how does the, the work in Nigeria, from, from your vantage point, how does it work? Like, do you, have, do you guys have team leaders, regional leaders? What do you, who do you work with on the ground in these communities to help them? So as, we've, uh, as I've been going to Nigeria for the last 10 years, I've built up uh, ministry connections and friendships. And we have coordinators that are in different areas that let us know what's going on. And after an attack happens, we get the report, assess the situation, find out, okay, what are the needs uh, in these certain areas and how can we meet them? And first we try to find a secure way to get our, to get food, medicine, or, or whatever the needs are out to those areas. Or we'll have people come meet us in other locations, give them supplies in a van or a truck, and have them get them out to their area. Mm. Because many times uh, with our coordinators and team members, it's very dangerous to get back and forth to these areas. But we've developed a network of locals on the ground that, that assess the situation, tell us what they need, and then we try to meet those needs. Gotcha. Well, that's, uh, that's fascinating, and that's truly uh, gospel work. Um, and we just got to keep helping those whose lives are on the line um, around the country. And look, uh, Judd, as you know, America is one of one of the largest. It is the largest exporter of mission work, and that's what's so important about maintaining religious freedom in this country and maintaining uh, the ability to to be a hub for mission work, such as what you're doing there in Nigeria. And so, I appreciate that the work you're doing there, you and your team, equipping the persecuted. Dot org is the URL. Thanks, Judd, for coming on the core. Thank you, sir. Thank you for having me. All right. That was uh, Judd Saul. He's founder of equippingthepersecuted.org, and uh, they help provide relief and safety and security to Christians in Nigeria that are under brutal attack from Islamic 
extremist Islamic militants uh, there in Nigeria. Equipping the persecuted org is that URL. You can read more about their work. Uh, they have videos, uh, testimonies, so on and so forth uh, there on their website, equippingthepersecuted.org. Well, uh, to the to the topic I wanted to get to earlier towards the end of last segment, I've got this story out of Florida where Governor Ron DeSantis is calling for harsh repercussions for doctors performing life-altering surgeries on children. So this brings us back into the topic of God's design for male and female, God's design for human sexuality. And a, 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 a part of this, of this pagan, worldly, secular, humanist move is, is the, the, the complete abolishment of moral sexual barriers or moral sexual standards. And so this is this is the same crowd that lobbied for quote unquote same sex marriage, and then now it has morphed into well we don't know what a woman is, and if you're 12 years old and you want to change your sex then we'll mutilate your body, we'll cut off your body parts, we'll give you hormone treatments, whatever you want, in the name of quote unquote gender affirming care. Well, uh, this is from WesternJournal.com. Florida Governor Ron DeSantis gave a speech on Wednesday where he condemned. Doctors who perform same, uh, who perform sex-changing surgeries on children, ultimately, he suggested that such professionals should be sued. During the conference, the Republican governor uh, stood firm in his belief that the government should not give children the ability to castrate their bodies. Completely agree, one thousand percent. His proclamations about the subject prompted cheers of support from his audience. Uh, governor DeSantis went on to say that. Well, if they talk about these very young kids getting, quote-unquote, gender-affirming care, they don't tell you what that is, DeSantis said in a video tweeted by the Florida's uh, governor's office. He goes on to say that they are actually giving very young girls double mastectomies. They want to castrate these young boys. That's wrong, the governor said. He goes on to say, so we've stood up against uh, both from the health and the children, well-being perspective. You don't disfigure 12 to 12. 13 or 14 year old kids based on gender dysphoria. 80% of it resolves anyway by the time they get older, the governor said. So, why would you be doing this? Uh, he goes on to say that I think these doctors need to get sued for what is happening. And he's right. You know, this is, this has gone from, this has gone, this is morphed. This shows you how sin never stops. This shows you how darkness knows no end when you when you ditch God's design for human sexuality and you replace it with your own humanistic standard. There is no standard. It's a free-for-all. It's whatever you want to do, and I got more stories on this. But this transgender movement is very wicked. It's very devastating. And the toll it is having, this is not just a mental toll or a spiritual toll, but the physical toll it is having on young people and even adults is devastating. It's traumatic, deeply traumatic. And we cover this in our documentary, In His Image. We cover this extensively, and we actually have testimonies of people who have gone through this. Thankfully, God saved them. God transformed their heart and mind. And they came out of it. 
But the the sex change, which we, we, we know this, by the way, let's talk about science. You can't change your sex. If you are born a male, you will always be a male. Your DNA, your genetics, your body, it will always be that of a male. If you're born a woman, if you're born a female, that is how you will always be. You can do surgeries and hormones, but you will always be a female. And so the idea that a doctor, by the way, doctors are supposed to care for people and help get them to wellness. So are they really doctors that are cutting up on young people? Is it really a doctor though? I mean, do we not have a do we not have a standard for what is a doctor? So these 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 so-called doctors, they get these young people, these 14-year-olds, these 16-year-olds, and they completely destroy their body. They cut them up in the name of gender affirming care. And then they don't talk about the trauma that these people have in the years following and how many of them end up when they turn adults, when they, when they turn 18 plus down the road, they have regrets. They're, they're looking at their, at their bodies and they're going, why did I do this? Why did I destroy my body over some feelings, over gender dysphoria? And so this is a very dark, very wicked movement that must be stopped, and it must be stopped not just from a moral perspective, but it must be stopped from a legal perspective as well because this this stuff is being allowed legally in states around the country. And uh, moving to this specific story I want to cite out of Pennsylvania, this is a video that surfaced from the July 30th Pride Festival of Central Pennsylvania, And this video showed a man dressed in red shorts teaching a child to pole dance. Gauging by the video, the child is a boy wearing a rainbow rainbow tutu. The Twitter post uh, where this video came from declares Central Pennsylvania Pride has a pole set up with an amazing instructor to assist. My kiddo is a natural, the person tweeted. Based on the caption, the person cheering him on in the video must be his mother. And so this is going on in the U.S. This isn't in Europe. This isn't in France. No, this is happening in Pennsylvania. And there are videos like this all around the country. And so once again, this left-wing sexual deviancy movement sexualizing our children. And this is one example of many. And so you see how this is quickly spiraled out of control. Look look in the matter of, let's say, five, seven years. 2015, the talking point on CNN and the talking point of the Democrats was, this is two consenting adults wanting to enter a relationship, a, a civic relationship, a civil relationship. They want to be recognized by the government. There's nothing wrong here. Love is love. And then you had people going, live and let live. I mean, who are we to tell them that they can't get quote-unquote married? So we went from that to them now wanting young men in our daughter's bathrooms because they're struggling with gender dysphoria 
to now we want to teach young children how to dance on a stripper pole. So we have that, and then we move. Uh, have you ever heard the term, well, you've heard the term pedophilia. But they changed the, the, the term, and, and some of their talking points, and when I say talking points, I'm talking about people who publicly defend this behavior, the terms that they use. So when I say talking points, that's what I'm talking about. The, the terms that they use to describe this behavior, they shifted to minor attracted persons, or MAP. That's what they call it now. So instead of being a pedophile, you're, well, you're a minor attracted person. So they, 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 they changed the term to make it sound less aggressive, less reprehensible, even though it's still the same thing. It's still pedophilia. And then they told us, remember this? They told us, well, same-sex adoption, there's nothing wrong with that. Same-sex couples, not only should they be able to be recognized by the government as being married, but they should also be able to adopt. And as a matter of fact, furthermore, a Christian adoption agencies must uh, uh, participate and must help with same-sex couples in adopting. Well, I came across this story out of Georgia just this past week. Authorities charged William Dell Zalak, 32, and Zachary Zalak, 35, on July 28th with charges pending for aggravated child molestation and sexual exploitation of children. Listen to this. Uh, detectives initially conducted a search warrant on a home in Loganville, Georgia, on July 27 at approximately 4 p.m. After receiving information from the Georgia Bureau of Investigation that an individual was allegedly downloading child sex abuse material. When detectives interviewed the unidentified suspect after the raid, they discovered that the individual was, was receiving child pornographic material from another suspect. After further investigation, authority, authorities proceeded to raid another home later in the day, east of Atlanta at 11.30 p.m., where they believed two young children were inside with two adult male suspects, identified as the Zuck, Zucklock couple. During the execution of the search warrant, evidence that both adult males, the two adoptive male parents, were engaging in sexually abusive acts and video documenting this abuse with the two adopted children. This is why same-sex adoption should not be legal in this country because the individuals are already participating in sexually deviant behavior. The last thing they need is to be responsible for children. AFR programming is now available on Alexa. You're joking, right? Nope, not joking. Seriously? Yep, this is not a drill. Wait a minute, no way. There's a way, the Alexa way. So if you just happen to miss your favorite shows, no worries. You can now listen to each podcast with Alexa. It's simple and it's free. Just visit AFR.net forward slash apps and click Alexa. We're not joking. The AFA Resource Center has all your favorite items. Everything from books, movies, shirts, and even hats. Introducing AFA's polyester and twill hats, starting at just $18. 
Whether you're into fashion, a collector, or you're just having a bad hair day, these hats are just what you need. You can buy one for yourself or a friend. Purchase your AFA hat today at resources.afa.net. You know, it's true. Difficult times have a way of focusing us. We have to think about what matters most when it comes to our spending, our health care. No doubt. This is why so many people are joining MediShare right now. MediShare is a trusted way to save up to 50% on your monthly health care costs. More than 400,000 people have already made the switch. It's pretty obvious why, too, especially now during this challenging season with health care costs and out-of-pocket expenses going up. MediShare can save you a lot of money. The typical family saves $500 a month. And MediShare is a Christian healthcare sharing ministry that's worked beautifully for 27 years. There are different options to choose from to fit your budget. I'll give you the number here in a second. And if you call, you can get a price within two minutes. Maybe now is the perfect time to make the switch and start saving. Here you go. Call 833-44-BIBLE. That's 833-44-BIBLE. 833-44-BIBLE. The Truth For Youth Bible is the entire New Testament and full-color comics that present the gospel and moral truths. But is it effective? There's this girl in my school that always tried to talk to me about Jesus. I would never really listen to her because she didn't like to party or anything. One day she came up to me and said that Tim Todd was challenging young people to give away Truth For Youth Bibles in school. So she gave it to me and I just want to thank you so much because after reading it, I decided to give my heart to the Lord. My life is changed forever. This week, Revival Fires International is giving a free Truth For Youth Bible to every student between 13 and 18 who promises to pass it along to a friend at school this year. Just call 800-733-4737. That's 800-733-4737 between 8.30 a.m. and 4.30 p.m. Central or visit truthforyouth.com anytime. AFA at the Core podcast are available at AFR.net. Back to AFA at the Core on American Family Radio. Welcome back to the Core here on American Family Radio. Well, uh, as we do each year, we want to make you aware of a project that we're working on. We've been doing this for 22 years, and that is the Truth for Youth Bible campaign, 22 years we've been doing this, over a million. We passed the one million mark just about a year or two ago. But I have Pastor Tim Todd in with me from Revival Fires Ministry. Uh, Tim, glad to have you back on the show. Glad to be on the program with you, Walker, and I appreciate all you're doing here. Absolutely. You know, uh, we've been partnering with your ministry for 22 years, Revival Fires Ministry, based out of West Monroe, Louisiana. Uh, before we jump into the Truth for Youth Bible, the impact it's having on our nation— Tell our audience a little bit about uh, your father and yourself and the ministry and how you guys have been in ministry for most of your life. You know, uh, Walker, my dad, Cecil Todd, uh, started Revival Fires a little over 72 years ago, and he is 90 years old now, still preaching. Wow. He's overcome uh, stage four non-Hodgkin's lymphoma cancer three times, the third time just recently, Mm. and uh, he's doing great. And uh, uh, just, you know, he's still uh, uh, preaching and still serving the Lord, but uh, he's seen millions of people come to the Lord through his ministry. And I've been on the evangelistic field now for a little over 35 years, and we're so thankful that the 
focus of the ministry at Revival Fires is to bring a harvest of people that are not serving the Lord into the kingdom of God Hmm. and getting Bibles into the hands of young people and adults, mainly that have never had a Bible before. So we're thankful that over the past 35 years, we have been able to give away, and this is in Russia, Cuba, and other countries like that, Bibles at the border, and what we're doing with the Bibles uh, for young people, Hmm. the truth for youth, more than 7 million Bibles. Wow. And of those, as you said, more than 1 million uh, here through American Family Radio in the partnership with American Family Radio, putting Bibles into the hands of young people all across America. You know, Tim, uh, you and I probably, and, and many of our listening audience, we say, you, you say, well, hey, giving out Bibles, well, doesn't everybody have a Bible? And, and we say that from our perspective of we've got, you know, one in the living room, one in our bedroom, one in our car. And so we, as Americans, and especially as Christians, we do have access to God's Word like never before. We've got it on our phone. We've got it everywhere. But that's not the case for everyone. I mean, tell us a little bit about how some of these students in America that get the Truth for Youth Bible, and by the way, we will give out the number on the website here shortly, uh, but not everyone has God's Word immediately accessible uh, right there with them. Well, here's the thing. Statistically, of the 53.8 million young people in our public schools, 40 million don't have any Bible at all. Hmm. That makes the public schools of America the biggest mission field in our nation. And you see all of what's going on in our schools right now, the the woke message, and you see the critical race theory, CRT. Mm -hmm. Our young people need CRT, but not Mm -hmm. critical race theory. They need Christ real truth. And that's what this is all about giving these Bibles to these young people. Yeah, and and, and uh, let, let me give out the number before we get too deep into this because there's so much to talk about. But uh, the URL, by the way, is truthforyouth.com. Very simple, truthforyouth.com. You can uh, fill out the form there and order um, a Bible for your teen or for a child within your household or a child that you know. You can also call 800-733-4737, 800 800- once again, 800-733-4737, or go to truthforyouth.com, and we encourage you folks to order. These Bibles are free, all right? So AFA's partner with Tim Todd, and they're going to send you the Bible. Tim Todd's ministry, his team's going to process these. They're going to mail you the Bible. There's no gimmicks, no tricks. It's free. All you got to do is promise that you're going to put this Bible into the hands of a youth in your household or a youth that you know uh, so that they can get access to God's word, uh, Tim. In our in our in our schools, you mentioned a couple of the problems that we're facing as a society. And there's depression, there's broken homes, there's the transgender and gender dysphoria struggle that a lot of teens are dealing with. There's just so much darkness. God's word never returns void. That's what His word tells us. I want to play a clip and then get your your feedback on this. This is a clip uh, that Pastor uh, Tim Todd brought to us this morning of someone that was impacted, someone very close to Tim Todd, that was impacted by the Truth for Youth Bible 22 years ago. Clip one, let's listen. My name is Christopher Miller, and I have the honor of serving as the lead pastor here at the Assembly in West Monroe, Louisiana. 
22 years ago, when the great leadership of American Family Radio partnered with Dr. Tim Todd for the very first National Truth for Youth Bible Week, I was a troubled freshman at Purvis High School in Purvis, Mississippi. One day during class, one of my football coaches walked into the classroom and walked directly to me. He placed on my desk a Truth for Youth Bible that he had received while listening to American Family Radio. He said to me, you need to read this, and simply exited the room. God used the strong witness of my coach, the Truth For Youth Bible, and American Family Radio at that time in my life as a seed in the process for me to come to a right relationship with the Lord Jesus Christ and the process of ultimately bringing me into the fullness of God's plan for my life to serve in the pastorate. Now, 22 years later, I have the privilege of pastoring Dr. Tim and Angie Todd and his precious family here at the assembly of which they have faithfully attended for more than 25 years. Through the work that God is accomplishing at the assembly, we are witnessing children, young people, and adults give their lives to Jesus Christ, being discipled and coming into the fullness of God's plan for their lives as well. Receiving a copy of the Truth For Youth Bible some 22 years ago played a strategic role in my life, thus in the lives of the many people that I am able to minister to today. I want to say a thank you. Thank you to the American Family Radio for partnering with Revival Fires International and with Dr. Tim Todd for the Truth For Youth Bible campaign. I also would like to offer a grateful thank you to Dr. Tim Todd personally, as well as a thank you to that coach from so many years ago at Purvis High School of giving me that Bible. My life in the lives of the people that I'm able to minister to, have been, are being, and will continue to be directly impacted as a result of receiving a copy of the Truth for Youth Bible. Well, Tim, that's, uh, that's how God works. So that young man who received the Truth for Youth Bible 20-plus years ago by his coach, which shows the, how people uh, in all aspects of life can impact youth, gives him a Bible, that gentleman that we just heard is now your pastor in Louisiana. Yes. So you think about where that started. Of course, you know, I'm sure it started even before this. Yeah. When I sat down with your dad and I said, we've got this Bible. We want a national uh, opportunity to put this into the hands of young people all across America. Mm. The decision to move forward with that partnership then led to that coach hearing the broadcast on American Family Radio in Purvis, Mississippi, <laughs> and ordering a Truth for Youth Bible. Revival Fire sent him that Bible. Yep. He takes it to school. Here is Christopher Miller, a freshman in high school, in the classroom. Now, what is not in that testimony is that the coach interrupted the class. He was having <laughs> trouble with Christopher, and he was, yeah. he's like, this is, the, this is what he needs. Praise puts God. it on his desk and says, you need to read this. And from that, Christopher Miller gave his heart to the Lord, got called into the ministry, mm. and started pastoring, and then ends up in West Monroe, Louisiana, <laughs> as my pastor 22 years ago. That's and amazing. so now his wife is pregnant uh, with the birth of their third child, and this is going to happen any day. I mean, she could have her baby today. That's mm. how close we are to it. And so 
she's getting ready to give birth to their third child. And 20, it's 22 years later, 22 years before in the birth and the conception of the Truth for Youth Bible Project on wow. American Family Radio, her husband, Christopher Miller, gave his heart to the Lord Jesus Christ. Now hundreds and hundreds of people mm-hmm. are being saved through his ministry. But you see where it started? It started with God's Word. With God's Word. Hmm. That's amazing, Tim. And just the, the generational impact. I mean, it, it, it all it takes is one family, one mom and dad deciding that they're going to study God's Word, they're going to know God's Word, and they're going to teach it to their children. That's all it takes to make a generational impact. Hey, here's the number to call in and get your free Bible, uh, 800-733-4737, 800-733-4737, truthforyouth.com is that URL, truthforyouth.com is that URL. These Bibles are aimed at 13 to 13 to 18-year-old uh, teens. That's that's the goal here is to give this to a 13 to 18-year-old. That's how you can order your free Bible. Uh, Tim, tell our audience, those who don't know, a little bit about this Bible, what's in it, and how uh, it's it's aimed at, at, at our youth. The Truth for Youth consists of the entire New Testament in the God's Word translation, Walker. It's very easy to understand but extremely accurate. That was important for me to have something that young people could understand, but at the same time, be accurate to the original text. Mm. Then it also has in the front section, before you get to the New Testament, a hundred pages of full color, powerfully anointed comic stories that deal with the truth about issues of moral concern that young people are confronted with on a regular basis. And you know, we hit, we Deal with hard-hitting issues. Yeah, t- what what are some of the issues? Because th- th- these teens, uh, many people, you know, they, they gloss over what our teens deal with. Our teens, t- young people deal with a lot of, of spiritual issues. Yes, and, you know, one thing, and in our schools, you know, of course, used to be we had the Word of God in school in 1962, mm-hmm. 1963. We kicked God out of our schools, and we replaced uh, the the word of God in our public schools with the teaching of the theory of evolution. So we've got a comic that deals with that. We Mm. uh, deal with the truth about sexual purity. Many of our young people are told that it's all right if they have sex outside of marriage, as long as they use protection. The Holy Spirit is their protection. They need Jesus Christ and they need to save themselves. Now, for those that have not uh, saved themselves, God, there's forgiveness for them. They can move forward with a brand new start and a brand new heart. But we deal with the truth about sexual purity, uh, abortion. We deal with the truth about homosexual perversion, what the Word of God says about that. We deal with the truth about cutting, sexting, bullying, suicide, witchcraft. We deal with the truth about things like drugs and drunkenness and peer pressure, many, many other things. And the Bible says, and you will know the truth and the truth will set you free. And so not only do we have those comic stories in the front that deal with those issues, Mm -hmm. but we also incorporate the plan of salvation in each one of those stories so that as these young people are reading what they need to hear, the hope from Christ in those areas, they Mm -hmm. also find out how to give their life to the Lord Jesus Christ as their personal Savior. Amen. This is so needed, folks. This is so needed. And we all know, we all know a youth that needs the Word of God. We all know a youth uh, that needs God to intervene, needs the Holy Spirit to intervene in their life and turn it around. And that's what that's how God works, folks, that God can intervene in anyone's life at any at any time and completely turn things around. And he uses his word to plant seeds and to turn hearts and minds towards him. Uh, truthforyouth.com is the URL, truthforyouth.com. 
go ahead, go there, order a Bible for your teen, uh, for, for a teen in your household or a teen that you know at church or your neighbor, uh, 800-733-4737, 800-733-4737. Uh, Tim, I'm reminded of Romans 12, 2, where Paul talks about training our, our minds, transforming our minds and, and, and transforming it in a manner that aligns with God's Word. We can't do that without access to God's Word. That's right. And you know, it's important because the Bible says, Thy Word have I hid in my heart that I might not sin against thee. So in order for us to live for Christ, we have to have a steady diet of God's Word mm. because your Bible will keep you from sin yes. or sin will keep you from your Bible. So having the Word of God, and of course, the most important place for the Word of God to be with regard to these children and young people yeah. is in their home. Yes. But so many young people, Walker, their parents are not serving the Lord Jesus Christ. And the very first Bible that they receive is a copy of the Truth for Youth Bible. So we have made it a, a priority for the Ministry of Revival Fires to put a copy of the Truth for Youth Bible, New Testament, into the hands of every young person in America's public schools or private school, Christian school, Every young person yes. needs the truth of God's Word. Uh, another part that you have in there, Tim, is, a, an, an, is, an, is a, a section that is devoted to the legal rights yes. of students because many yes. people think, well, I can't take my Bible to school. Even though you, co you can completely take your Bible to school, we encourage you to do so. Tell us a little bit about that section. And we put it, Walker, right on the back cover I love because it. you have... Uh, liberal teachers and, and uh, uh, school administrators that say, hey, you can't give Bibles away in school. Well, they legally do have the right to give Bibles yes. away on campus during non-instructional time. And they can read their Bible at school uh, as long as they're not interrupting the class time. They can. I used to read my Bible. Our teacher would get done early. I would read my Bible. Completely legal, completely appropriate. Hey, Tim, thanks for coming in, brother. Thank you so much, Walker. Appreciate you very much. All right, Pastor Tim Todd, Revival Fires Ministries. We're giving away Bibles to America's youth. Uh, heading back into school uh, time of year, truthforyouth.com, truthforyouth.com. You can fill out the form there. They'll send the Bible to your home. You've got to give it to youth. This is aimed and targeted at youth, so we'll send it to you for free. Just promise that you'll give it away. Truthforyouth.com. We'll see you next time. The views and opinions expressed in this broadcast may not necessarily reflect those of the American Family Association or American Family Radio.